Before I begin the sermon today, I would just like to take a moment to say how pleased I am to be back here at the Neighborhood Church and to be working once again uh, with Michael Moorhead, uh, even though we're keeping social distance here at the church. But it is good to be back in Palos Verdes and uh, back here at home. The title for today is These Fruits Were Made for Walking. And the way I came about for this title was remembering Melanie's sermon from last week and the fruits of the Spirit, and she talked about patience. But we were cleaning out at the cabin about a month ago and came across an old record player and the albums that went along with it. And it took me back to a childhood memory when our family was taking a long road trip down to Florida and we were in the back of the station wagon, no seat belts required, and we had a battery-operated record player. And the 45 we listened to over and over again to was Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Were Made for Walking. And that connected to what we've been doing here with Fruits of the Spirit. And so um, I just wanted to continue on in that vein today. But are we to be walking fruits? No. We are called to walk the talk. We are to live out the core values and characteristics of our lives rooted in God such that we bear godly fruit. Now, in verses 16 through 21, Paul gives a warning. He talks about drunkenness and licentiousness and uh, dissension and all kinds of things, envy and strife, all the things that he warns us not to be involved in. Because when we live a life in God, rooted in God, and bear the fruits of the Spirit, it will be quite profoundly different than what he warns again in those five verses. As I mentioned, Melanie spoke about patience lack week, and so I'd like to today look at all the fruits of the Spirit. I'd like to follow up by encouraging us in all the ways of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. First comes love. It is the most obvious and simplest of all the fruits, and yet it is the hardest. We are to love the Lord our God and our neighbor as ourselves. We are to do unto others as we would have them do unto us. And we are even called to love our enemies. But friends, to do that all day, day in and day out, hour by hour, 24-7, well, that's not always so easy. I'd like to share a quote by Mother Teresa. In order for us to be able to love, We need to have faith because faith is love in action and love in action is service. In order for us to be able to love, we have to see and touch faith in action through prayer, faith in action through service. Each is the same thing, the same love, the same compassion. Allowing ourselves to blossom and be more loving is the most beautiful part of our faith walk and may well be why Paul put it first in the list of spiritual fruits. Joy. St. Francis said, every day is a new flower. And it was the French priest and paleontologist Teilhard de Chardin who said, the sure sign of God is the presence of joy in the life of the believer." When you let the love of God blossom in your heart, your life 
and your actions, you will find yourself erupting in boundless joy. And joy is contagious. Try sharing it and you'll discover it multiplies. A true sign of the Spirit is joy. Peace. There is so much hatred, conflict, division, and violence in our country and in our world. And such has always ebbed and flowed throughout history. And I doubt it will ever go away completely. But I do believe we can do our part to help diminish its severity and its sting. There is so much we cannot control in life, yet where we can plant seeds of peace, perhaps God's grace can take root and slowly begin to bear fruit. Without some semblance of peace, we are doomed to live in a world of winners and losers, takers and breakers, devastation and destruction. If our fruits are going to be walking, we must give peace a chance. Patience. Patience teaches us to wait and not live under the tyranny of the urgent. I really don't need to say much, as it was our theme just last week. Patience opens us. It opens us to seeing so much more than we would racing around in life. Patience opens us to children, to older folks, those who are dying, and even to busy people. Patience slows us down to see goodness. Goodness in others, the goodness of God, and the goodness of creation. Patience is a true gift of the Spirit. Kindness. You have heard Micah 6, 8. What does the Lord require? But to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. These fruits are made for walking. Stephen Gillette has a thought that you've probably heard, but I'd like to share it now. He wrote, I shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that I can do or any kindness that I can show to any human being, let me do it now. Let me not defer or neglect it, for I shall not pass this way again. Our walk of faith involves the slow process of learning real kindness. Generosity. God loves a cheerful or joyful giver. You see, after a while, a lot of the fruits start to mingle together like they do in a fruit salad. Joy, generosity, kindness, and love. When you live love and joy and kindness, then you want to be generous. Here's what St. Basil of Caesarea said about generosity way back in the 4th century. Fling wide your doors. Give your wealth free passage everywhere. As a great river flows by a thousand channels through fertile country, so let your wealth run through many conduits to the homes of the poor. Wells that are drawn from flow the better. Left unused, they go foul. Money kept standing idle is worthless, but moving and changing hands, it benefits the community and brings increase.
Faithfulness. Faithfulness is being loyal, true, and obedient to God's purpose in your life. Some people get hung up on trying to find God's great purpose in their lives and get so overwhelmed that they do nothing. Faithfulness calls us to do the one or two things we can do for God today without worrying about the whole project of God's work in our life. What we do today will help prepare us for what's asked of us tomorrow, and that's enough. I often say, you can do just about anything, but you can't do everything. You have to choose in the present what you will do now for God. And the rest will become clear as it unfolds. Faithfulness involves walking that process. And then there's gentleness. Think of those you know who are particularly gentle. As you call them to mind, also remember how you feel in their presence. If you are like me, you feel more peaceful when you are with them, more calm and more at ease. And one final thought from Lao Tzu, the Chinese sage. One born tender and yielding, stiffens and hardens in death. All living growth is pliant until death transfixes it. Thus, those who have hardened are akin to life, to death, and those who stay gentle are akin to life. Since the fruits of the Spirit are all in the same container of our lives, let us be gentle in sharing all the other fruits. And finally, we come to self-control. This fruit needs little explanation as each of us knows our excesses and weaknesses only all too well. And when it comes to self-control, the key is to do it, which is much easier said than done. Still, if we are to bear all the fruits of the Spirit, we need the time and focus to do so. And that will only happen if we can muster self-control. St. Augustine said, love God and do as you please. Here our text again. For Paul said that we are to live by the Spirit and not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These fruits were made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Each and every day, these fruits can go right out from you. Amen.